Uh, my name is Tim Stilwell. I'm the vicar here at St. Ionis, and it's a real pleasure to welcome every single one of you into this renewed space. Uh, welcome if you're here for the very first time. Uh, I'm conscious there are people, uh, maybe members of the local community, perhaps you've just moved in, or maybe you've been here a while and you've, you've never actually come in. So thank you for coming in today. It's really good to see you. Uh, perhaps you're members of the local community and you, you come in for Christmas and other services and uh, you're here just to have a, a nosy round, a look-see at what we've been doing amid all the dust and the rubble and the scaffold these last eight months or so. Uh, and again, it's really lovely to see you. And to worshippers uh, of St. Dionysus, either past or present, um, really good to see you too. Um, a few thank yous are in order uh, for the people who've made this possible. They've been um, scrolling on the screen and they will continue to do so. But we couldn't have done this uh, project both outside and in here without the services of Carden and Godfrey, the architects, uh, Caldera, the main building contractors, uh, HS Flooring for the floor, obviously, Salix for the kitchen, SRD for the light spec, uh, Chichester Stone for the stone, uh, Ion for the glass uh, that you see here, and Sun Studio for the uh, glassing on the balustrade. Uh, thank you so much. Th there, are, there are so many people to thank. Um, I can't possibly mention them all by name, but there are one or two people that I do need to just call out for particular attention. Uh, members of this church and of the local community, who, without whom, seriously, we, we would not have been able to complete this project. Uh, to Caroline David, she's over in Houston, Texas now, but she was our fundraiser and enabled us to get some of the funding going uh, to get us over the line. We're so grateful to you, Caroline. To Camille Sexton, who sadly can't be with us today, uh, and she's sent us much love and apologies. She's our church treasurer, so she looks after the finances of this church uh, day by day, week by week. But in addition to that, as, as a volunteer, she basically oversaw the finances of the project. Uh, that's filling in endless forms to reclaim VAT or listed places of worship, consent, that kind of thing. Uh, Camille, we are so grateful to you. Uh, and then to uh, the Lunville twins, as I uh, unfortunately <laughs> called them uh, one weekend away, uh, Charles Lunnon and Tim Burville. Uh, I got their names mixed up and I haven't been allowed to forget it ever since. But Charles and Tim, who are here today, uh, they, just, they are members of the congregation. They both work in the construction industry and they have given hours and hours of their time effectively to, to manage this project from our end and to get detailed right into the granular detail as well as retaining the big picture. And somehow I think we've also managed to stay friends. Uh, if it wasn't for them, this project would have been completed but there would have been about three or four murders along the way. Uh, they have been outstanding. So to Caroline, Camille, uh, Charles, Tim and the contractors I mentioned earlier, I wonder if we could just show our appreciation a round of applause. Yeah. 
I, I have the privilege of working with an incredible staff team. Um, up until now, you wouldn't know it because they've sort of beavered away, hidden behind the door that was there. But from now on, you'll be able to see them. Uh, and they have been extraordinary. We, re we relocated from this site, and they've been sort of holed up in um, uh, my office in, in conditions that basically befit a sweatshop. Uh, they have worked tirelessly, faithfully, and with such good grace, and I'm so grateful to all of you. You, you know who you are. Thank you. St. Dionys has been a worshiping community since the 1300s, uh, and it was in 1885, uh, thanks to the vision of you and Christian, the architect then, that this building was uh, relocated from the center of town to here as London uh, expanded in the late Victorian era. And he had the vision to build this place as a, as a space for people to gather in order to worship God in the center of a, uh, uh, an enlarging and enlivening community. And that men and women could engage with one another and encounter Jesus Christ and take part in activities uh, and events that honored his name. And that was about 130 years ago. And frankly, not an awful lot had happened to the building since then. And uh, by the time I arrived here 14 years ago, uh, and I'm very grateful, I stand on the shoulder of giants in this sense. Predecessors had looked at this and wondered, what could we do to bring the building into the 21st century? Because from the outside, frankly, it looked shut and closed to the local community. Um, it, it looked sort of private and withdrawn, defended. The only entrance was, was that one down in the corner there, hidden down St. Dionys Road. Uh, and the main thoroughfare had no idea how to get in. Uh, if I had a pound for every time a, a caller, a delivery salesperson, rang and said, I've got a delivery, um, where's the entrance? Then I'd be a wealthy man by now. Uh, so we wanted to do something about the outside. Uh, and the inside too, it, frankly, it looked gloomy and um, tired and a little bit unloved. And so we decided to change that. Um, it's been an eight year process in the dreaming and the planning, and there are so many of you, you, you know who you are, who've been involved along the way. But we've created this new entrance to say to the local community, welcome. This is, this is your space. In, in, in as much as it's our space, it's ours to invite you into this living space. That's why we gave that name to the project. Uh, so we've created a number of facilities, um, the kitchen just in the corner there, so that we can cater for the groups that we host here during the week, uh, be it the recovery course, uh, people wrestling with addictions, whether it's people who are struggling to manage their money and uh, so with the Crosslight Debt Advice course, uh, whether it's the homeless, people who would otherwise be sleeping rough on the streets, we can now cook them a meal and provide some simple and basic hospitality. It could be you're part of an alpha program looking to explore what life is all about. And so we can provide food and drink uh, from that kitchen facility, which leads, obviously, to improved toilet facilities. Uh, yeah, the, the cheer is from the in crowd uh, who have suffered for far too long with the one horrible toilet at the back. We've improved that toilet. If you're, if you're, if you're former members, go and have a look at the visit the toilet. Yeah, round of applause for the toilet. Come on. <laughs> Forgive me if you're, if you're visiting here. It's a bit of an in joke, but the, the church toilet. Anyway, we've done something about the church toilet. There's a full disabled access, there's a choice of toilets. 
uh, and nappy changing facilities. And also the office facilities, as you can see, uh, we've, we've taken them from uh, the ground floor, put them on the mezzanine there, and uh, they are there. You, you may be worried, you're in a service and you're thinking, well, um, perhaps there's a school service or a funeral service, some kind of private event taking place here, and there's, you've got the staff gawping in you. But the great thing is that we can just blank them out. And you don't have to look at them, and they don't have to look at you. And then when you've gone, uh, we'll find we can open it up again. Uh, and just the other side of that is this the storage for um, old printers and photocopies and all the kind of boring but important stuff. Because this place is a 24-7 hub in the community. Uh, you wouldn't have known that as you walked past, but that's the secret that we kind of want to reveal today. We, we've, we've retained the, the space back here, uh, and we're hoping that every single one of you and your friends, your neighbours, the community will come to see this as a, as a space that they can call their own. It may be you're a, a stressed mum with kids hanging around your legs. You just need a bit of peace and quiet as you've dropped them off to nursery. Or perhaps you just want some time to think or pray or to light a candle for a loved one. Then this space is here, open, Monday to Friday, uh, morning, noon and night, basically, uh, for you to use and enjoy. And that, and I'll finish with this, that's our, our vision here. That's why we've done this. It's because those of us who worship here currently and, and many people who have worshipped down the years, we long that as many people as possible can encounter Jesus Christ. We believe it's possible. He not only died on the cross, as this rude above me depicts, but as we now light up the East End window, he, he rose again. He's alive today. That's the outrageous claim of Christians. And you can know him. And not only that, you can know that he knows you and loves you and wants you to make the most of your life here on earth for his glory. We've been um, thinking a little bit about uh, what it is to live in our, our day and age, in our culture. Uh, Mark Sayers is a a commentator who has um, basically observed that we are drowning in freedoms. Bishop Graham is going to speak in a little while on that topic. We're drowning in freedoms, yet thirsting for meaning. Drowning in freedoms, but thirsting for meaning. And our experience has been that Jesus Christ said, if you're thirsty, not here's my promise or my political agenda, Here's me, come to me and you can drink the water of life. Your thirst can be quenched. You hungry? I can feed your soul. I am the bread of life, come to me. You feeling weary, tired? Then come to me and I will give you deep soul rest. And, and our prayer and our vision is that this building is where you can drink and feed and found rest through Jesus. In fact, you come and meet Jesus yourself. If you've seen a, someone wearing a lanyard, they could be any color, red, blue, green, uh, anyone with a, a lanyard on them, ask me, ask them, how did they come to meet Jesus Christ for themselves? And they would be delighted to tell you and maybe pray a little prayer with you. That's all I want to say by way of the vision behind this place and uh, what it's, it's taken to bring us to this place and, and why we're doing this and why we'd love you to see this as your place uh, from now on. Well, I think now I'm going to hand over, am I handing over to, to Max? Uh, Max is our, Max Perkin is our church warden. You didn't know you were handing over to me, did you? I, I wasn't sure what was no. next. Uh, 
Good afternoon. No, Tim, you can stay here with me, actually. Um, my name's Max. It's my privilege to be the church warden here, uh, believe it or not. Um, and there is one group of people that we have neglected to mention and neglected to thank. Um, and I don't think there is anyone or any group of people here who have given as sacrificially as this group. Um, and it's lovely to see Caldera Construction here with us. And I think we all recognize they have been some of the most conscientious builders. But even they wouldn't wish to live at their workplace. Uh, and there is one group of people, the Stillwell family, who have lived in their workplace and have given not just uh, financially and prayerfully, um, but also of their home and had uh, very lovely builders coming through their home day in, day out over the last nine months. Not only that, Tim's beloved garden has been destroyed. Uh, and as he mentioned, uh, the staff has been in place in Tim's study over the last nine months uh, with everyone coming through there. And it has been an incredible witness to all of us to see how sacrificially you Stillwell family, hi Emma, have given of yourselves uh, to this project. Uh, and it's amazing to see the insight that we've all had into your family, that you are exactly who we hope you are. <laughs> uh, and everything that we see of you on stage, you are exactly the same in your home. And we are so grateful that you are the family uh, and you, Tim and Joe, lead this church. And I would love it if everyone here would give the biggest cheer and the biggest thank you to the Stillwell family. And this is a very small token of appreciation uh, for you to enjoy. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Joe. Uh, now, genuinely, who do I hand over to? <laughs> Bishop Graham, would you come and join me, please? Thank you, Max, very much indeed. And can I just add my... Uh, Thanks and congratulations to Tim, to Joe, and to all of you, because I know when something like this happens, uh, it takes a lot of people, because it's not just the people up on the screen there, it's all the people who've given and prayed and uh, thought and hoped for this to come about. And that's all of you, uh, whether you've been part of the church in the past or whether you're part of the church uh, in the present. This church has been part of this community, part of this part of London for, for years. It's actually in the name itself, isn't it? This is Parsons Green. Uh, Tim is the parson of Parsons Green. This is a place that has got the church right at its, its very heart. And, uh, and yet, as Tim was saying, it's, um, we used to live just around the corner here, and I uh, often used to come past this church, and often was a little bit like the others, saying, how do you get into this place? Uh, in the Diocese of London, uh, in, we have uh, three times as many outlets as Starbucks has. But our buildings are a little bit older than Starbucks. They're not always as welcoming. They're not always as open as they might be. And so it's fantastic to see a building that maybe had a slightly unfriendly outward look suddenly becoming a place that says, welcome. I was reading recently the last chapter of the Bible, right at the end of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22. And there's a word that comes again and again in that chapter. And it is the simple word, come. 
It says, those who are thirsty, come, as Tim was reminding us, come and take the free gift of the water of life. Uh, And a building that kind of says, no, stay away, doesn't quite fit with that gospel that says come. And uh, within the church in London, one of the great things we want to say time and time again is just welcome. We are here for every single Londoner, every single person who lives in Fulham. No matter what background they're from, no matter what ethnicity, what gender, whatever it might be, everyone is welcome uh, in the church. And so this new development says exactly that. And uh, I'm absolutely delighted to see it. And uh, so well done to all of you uh, for enabling this to happen. Um, I'm going to pray just a short prayer of uh, dedication for this new space. And then we have a ribbon, which uh, is going to be open. But uh, just hold your, hold your excitement for a moment, uh, because it's important at this moment that we, we offer all that we, that's been done here to God together. So um, just retake for a moment. Let's have a moment of quiet. God, our Father, we thank you that you say to us, come. That for those of us who are thirsty, you offer the free gift of the water of life. And we thank you now that this building says, come. And we pray that this new openness to the community, this sense of a space out onto the green, onto the street, would be a place of welcome for many that many in this community may come here and find purpose and meaning and friendship and warmth and love. And so in your name, we dedicate this new space that it may be a place that speaks of the welcome into your love and your life. May your blessing rest upon this church, this building, this community, as it seeks to share that good news and seeks to be that good news right here in the heart of this part of London. And so as we give you thanks for all the prayer, the devotion, the giving, the time that has led to this, we ask for your continued presence for this church and this community in the years to come. Amen. So, the ceremonial scissors. They're very important, very valuable scissors, these, I can tell you. And it seems a little bit of a shame to do this beautiful bow, but here we go. Are you ready? There you go. Well done. Fantastic. Well done. Quick, we know post for quick pick. Come on, come on, Laura. Yeah, here we go. Team photo. Yeah. (laughs) We'll labour that one later. Bishop on the left, just in case there's any confusion. Uh, So what we're going to do, the next thing on the agenda is we're going to have a short service of celebration at five o'clock, as we typically do every Sunday. Uh, Bishop Graham is going to be speaking on Christian freedom, 
what does that mean for us? What does that look like today? But in the meantime, do stay mingle. Uh, there's plenty of loads of cakes. Please eat the cakes, tea and coffee. Uh, we'll do a little bit of setting up. The, the band might come and uh, our musicians might come and just start to warm up here. Uh, you're free to go if you need to go. We understand that. But you're really welcome to stay uh, to join us in our worship at five o'clock. Thank you very much. <laughs>